Money FM 89.3. Best of Drive Time. In the Spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It is now time for In the Spotlight. Now, what do you think are some of the biggest issues with people adopting the metaverse? Have a think about that. Uh, the current stock of metaverses lacking the ability to create and develop strong bonds on platforms, especially between Web3 newcomers and veterans. Could that be one of them? Well, our next guest is trying to change that with his startup's new self-titled virtual platform and design lab, Memotics. Uh, following their recent collaboration with OCBC to co-design the OCBC X65 Trulia experience on uh, Decentraland, Memotics has announced the launch of their virtual platform and design lab. Currently in its alpha build, the Memotics platform takes an empowering community-first approach to build immersive experiences and social matching. What's that all about? Well, we're going to find out more, especially about how this platform aims to to evolve the metaverse space by driving greater innovation, foster greater education, and of course, highlight the benefits of cross-community interactions. Let's find out more. On the line with me is Alan Kuei, who is the co-founder of Memotics. Alan, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Loud and, oh, loud and clear, sir. Let's uh, talk about the metaverse space uh, to start us off. I guess, very generically, how do you feel about where this is? is going where the metaverse is concerned? I think we're still at a very early stage, I must say. Um, so there's a lot of uh, catching up to do, um, especially from the Web2, which is, I always refer it as Web2 because it's like in your life, uh, offline yeah. uh, businesses um, catching up with the space in Web3. So this is something that we all, um, you know, like doing consistently as builders in the space to build confidence and to gain a lot more uh, use cases that is successful um, for, for them to appreciate the technology, the web, uh, the blockchain technology that is. All right. And I suppose because we're at this building stage, right, there are a lot of uh, myths that kind of need to be debunked. I- I'm sure you've had your fair share of explaining this at the dinner table. <laughs> uh, can you share some of the common ones with us? Okay. I mean, like to me, I, I feel that the, the entire space is, uh, you know, how Web3 always relates itself to crypto. Um, yeah. I think that's uh, the speculative side of things. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people should understand that the Web3 is you know, so much greater than that. The blockchain technology has been around and it will be around um, for a long, long time. Um, so when I first started this um, get to know this space, I kind of like went into the rabbit hole and never got out. I kind of like, you know, I, I really stayed in this space um, and I, I, I love it because I know that that is a, a way that um, it will really challenge the status quo of how people do businesses, how people build the communities, how people uh, do and create the ways of lives in the future. And I really think so. Perhaps I can actually talk like I'm actually a, like a bit of a background for myself. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, so I'm actually an architect in real life, um, an Australian architect. And, this is um, fascinating. <laughs> so, what, yeah. what, so on that, if you don't mind me chiming in there, so sure. what does the metaverse represent for your industry architecture? Oh, okay. So I think that the you know everyone talks about metaverse as the virtual space. Yeah. So it is quite you know like an extension of our arm to actually create you know beautiful, amazing 
um, a metaverse spaces in the Web3, in the virtual okay. space, okay. right? But I guess that's where it is not quite... To me, I think that's much more than that because if you don't have that kind of uh, engagement, if you don't have the community that, that backs behind that space, that virtual space, and if the virtual space doesn't relate to the physical spaces, it kind of like doesn't do any good mm. to this to this metaverse space. Yeah, we can so just go for, back to 3D mapping. is a bit of a waste of time, right? right. Yeah. Yes, yes. So to us, it's really about community building mm, and okay. sustainability of this, uh, uh, the business sense and the tech sense. So for us, when it comes to Web3, it is very similar. It is really about community building. And um, I always tell people I don't like to, to build houses because I always like to build homes mm. um, for the people and the community at large. So the concept here is very different because it's user-centric uh, approach. And I think that that's where we, we, we get started into Web3 and then uh, and, and, and love it because it is really about for the people. Um, the, the, the blockchain itself can really help uh, to bond people together. Okay. Alan, this, this definitely means that I don't understand enough of this because I'm trying to visualize how do you build a community then when everyone's perception is, oh, well, Web3 or Metaverse, it's more about taking things into uh, the virtual side of, thing, uh, of life. But for us, I think it's more about like finding a niche and you work with that, uh, that particular uh, target interest group and you okay. create that bonding so that when when they kind of like um, can represent themselves on this, uh, in the space, they can also somehow rather connect themselves in the real life, uh, in real life activities. So okay. those bonding is key to bring these two together. So as you're explaining this, correct me if I'm wrong, help me out here. I'm trying to understand this the best I can. As you're explaining this, I'm imagining a virtual sandbox where like-minded people are going in and improving on something before that becomes, you know, or goes into fruition in the real world. Yeah. So for me, I think it's the getting like-mindedness to come together yeah. and to share and to co-create things. Um, so for us, I think that, uh, for example, I think it's easier to, to just bring us to the space by... Uh, Memotics is really about like a learning platform, right? Mm. So we, we target these interest groups of like creatives, designers, artists, you know, design entrepreneurs mainly. So when we bring them into this space, it can help to on off a lot of different ideas about what the new space can be, like in terms of art, in terms of creating a brand for themselves, or even to design uh, their space and their, their future shops. Uh, shop fronts, things like that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, and this community that we're targeting is is the 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 architecture community, the builders community. We wouldn't go for the like the architecture community because it's too 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 niche. Okay. Um. So we will go for the creatives, like um, people who likes. Uh, to be even for those who like to be an entrepreneur, I think they have to also understand how to design uh, their own brand, right? Right, right, so right, right. That's that's good because uh, this whole blockchain tech mm. is actually to enable the ground up, meaning right. that everyone from the space can actually have their voice, have their ownership mm. uh, to the things that they create, and from there they will be able to shine. So it is is really about how do you represent yourself in the digital world. Very nice. Okay, so let's take entrepreneur as our subject matter uh, as we talk about memotics. I know you've understand and give us an overview of the platform. I understand it's also in its alpha build. Uh, what does this mean for a non-tech person like me? Okay, for alpha, it's like we're still getting all the, um, all the connections ready. We are talking to a lot of institutions. We're talking to a lot of parties, a lot of uh, small, medium enterprises, MNCs mm. uh, to get... And at the same time, we also have to build the infrastructure, meaning like we have to come up with the app. 
So the, the, the beta model of the virtual space is ready. It is built out of uh, Unreal Engine. And um, to give you that kind of very immersive looking uh, space rather than um, something that is pixelated and voxelated, we have that space ready. So that's called Alpha. And then further on, we will create an app to actually bring in that kind of, to bring in all the community and ecosystem partners together. Yeah, I've actually spoken to the guys at Unreal and I'm, I'm so happy to hear a, a, a real life situation where a company is using that Unreal technology that's been put out there to build something better for the future. And as you mentioned, partnerships, one of it, uh, Nanyang Polytechnic, tell me about yeah. the synergy here. What's the working relationship like? Okay, we actually get together because of uh, the same kind of goal that we want to create mm. um, spaces uh, uh, that is in line with education. So we would like to get the students to uh, come up with, based on the curriculum, to come up with contents, to come up with functions so that um, we can co-create the, the space together and then use that as a platform to reach out to the external communities, meaning that they can actually can reach out to a lot of uh, working professionals um, and to be able to reach out to them in terms of their skill sets, to show off their, their portfolios and uh, so on and so forth. So I think that's something that is quite um, relevant because they're also creating it for themselves and because I think the metaverse itself is also for the younger audiences. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. They, will, they will probably do it for they are the best they are, they are the customers yeah. so they're creating the functions for themselves in a way I, I like what we're, we're doing here you know with the metaverse um, the, uh, on, a, on a broad view because you, you're getting uh, the younger people the students already using that you know whilst in school and as you mentioned if let's say you know this platform being for entrepreneurs later on uh, after they graduate in their adulthood or even later in life when they choose to embark on an entrepreneurship journey that essence is still there that community build can last a really long time. What does the future look like for Memotics? Um, I would say that the space is uh, constantly evolving, so we have to be really fast um, in terms of getting the working partners to come up with, you know, uh, use cases that is uh, proof of concepts that is roll out very fast. So uh, interoperability is something that is very key for us because that certain platforms, um, you know, need to talk to the other platforms so that we can actually uh, link it up easier. Like, you know, when, like, the early stage, we have MasterCards and Visas, they don't kind of, like, talk to one another at that stage. So we are around that kind of um, um, uh-huh. era where we have to really get that uh, um, innovations to, to kickstart, to bring uh, many platforms together. I think yeah. that's key. Yeah. Yeah. Once you have that working model, it's a lot easier from there. And the test case scenario, especially working with uh, NYP, does does go a long way as well. Wow, uh, really interesting vision. I, I really like this, and it's quite a fascinating conversation. I've been speaking with Alan Quay, who is the <laughs> co-founder of Memotics. Alan, I appreciate your time today. Take care and have a great uh, long weekend ahead. Right. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.